All right. So today I'm going to be speaking about the um, Egyptian pyramids, particularly the the Great Pyramids of Giza. Now, the problem that I found to be the case most often when it comes to the Great Egyptian Pyramids is that the information seems to be scattered all over the place. And so I feel like there isn't one place on the internet in particular that describes everything in such a way that it could be put together and help you come to your your own conclusions as an individual. And that's what I'm going to try and do in this episode. Now, please forgive me if I miss some things. There's a lot to cover. Uh, But I also want to say that if you don't plan to watch the full episode, then I recommend that you skip to like for the to the last few minutes of this episode because that'll probably be the more than like the most interesting part out of all of it. So, let's start off with something very simple, which is what was the purpose of the pyramids? So, from our understanding, the purpose of the Great Pyramids was built strictly for religious purposes. As a matter of fact, the Egyptians were one of the first known cultures and civilizations, at least that we're aware of, uh, to believe in the afterlife. They believed in the existence of something called the second self, or Ka, K-A, as they put it. And they believed that Ka lived within every single human being. Uh, I'd imagine it was their own understanding or way of interpreting the human spirit and energy and what have you. They believe that when the physical body expired, the Ka enjoyed ex- external life, uh, eternal life, rather, sorry. Now, within the pyramids, there's a whole bunch of texts and writings that are often referred to simply as the pyramid texts, in which seem to describe the journey that the pharaohs took into the afterlife after they died in the physical sense. Now, here's the thing with the pyramids. There's been constant rumors and speculations for years, I would even dare to say hundreds of years, about the purpose of the pyramids and what exactly they did for the ancient Egyptians. Now, with that being said, whether it was used to harness electricity or energy or any, you know, any of that kind of stuff for that matter, um, it's not something I'd rule out. I mean, it can't exactly be proven, of course, hence the reason why there's so many complications and, you know, different opinions about it. But it, you can't really rule it out. So the ancient Egyptians supposedly aligned the Great Pyramids to the north due to the fact that they believed their pharaohs became or went to the stars uh, in the northern sky after they died. Now, that's the official reason, but I can't seem to think that there may be more to it, and I'll get to that. Now... One of the major mysteries behind the Great Pyramids is that they're almost insurmountably perfect with respects to how they align with Orion's belt. And they correlate in relative position of the three major stars that make up the Orion's belt. Now, again, I'm speaking strictly of the the Giza Pyramids, which have been the, the most prominent topic of discussion out of most of them, I believe. But... I do also want to note that there are a bunch of other pyramids within the vicinity of the Giza pyramids that are still standing. I mean, some are partially or mostly destroyed, but I mean, they're still there, right? But the question then becomes, for me at least, which is probably the most asked question, to be honest with you, is how did the ancient Egyptians build something so precise to the point where it was equal to that of the mathematical formula of pi, which I'll get to shortly. Um, You know, how did it align so well with the stars of Orion's belt? And not only that, but how did they build the fucking thing to begin with? Seriously, like, 
just forget the precision of it and the incredible feat of engineering that it took to build, which also makes me wonder how did they build three of them, because just building one is an incredible feat of engineering in itself. But ultimately, forget all that. Just how did they do it? Like, what method did they use? Forget that it points to Orion's belt, uh, the, the three stars that... Uh, you know, make up Orion's belt and, uh, you know, it's equal to that of the mathematical constant of pi. Forget all that. How did they do it? Just with the, with how big and heavy the, <clears throat> the, um, the components of it and the, and the bricks or, and the, uh, and the stone and all that, like, how did they do it? Now, the thing that kind of makes me laugh a bit is that every couple years or so, somebody comes out of the woodworks and says, hey, look, I know how they did it. And these people that come out, they seem so sure of themselves, only to then have their, their proposal or their theory questioned or put down by other scientists or engineers or what have you. Now, I, I laugh at this because of how sure these people seem to be. I'm not laughing at them or these people. I'm just laughing at how they think their, their proposal is so certain and foolproof. Now, it has been argued that they had help, particularly from beings outside of this world. Now, you may ask, you know, why would this be argued? Well, the reason for that is because of the fact that there seems to be far too many phenomena that have occurred throughout the course of humanity. Not, the, not just the Egyptians, but humanity in general, for me to rule this factor out. And I think that anyone who doesn't believe in this as being a, you know, a plausible or, you know, possibility, rather, uh, I think it's important that you know, you try to open up your mind a little bit more because it seems far too plausible of a theory for me to accept the fact that they just slap these huge blocks onto wooden sleds to build them and, you know, wet the sand, which has been proposed so that they could, you know, pull up and, and drag those blocks and all that. And then, and then somehow, not just that, but lift it up as each level got higher and higher and higher, right? Now, I also want to say that when I say they may have had help from beings that we cannot explain or understand in today's modern era, I'm implying a few different things. Were they given some advanced feat of engineering technology? Were they given literal help from beings that understood space and time and energy far greater than they did? I mean, were those pyramid texts and hieroglyphics not just speaking about experiences that the pharaohs had after they died? Could those texts have depicted something that was happening during their times on earth? I mean, could it have something to do with the, um, the Nephilims or the Watchers or Fallen Angels that were, you know, spoken about heavily in the, uh, in the Book of Enoch, particularly book number one, as I mentioned in a, a previous episode? I mean, there seems to be this sort of consistency throughout multiple religions and biblical scriptures and texts that seem to coincide with this sort of period in time where there was this unexplained phenomena of giants and, and physically large beings that walked the earth, even if there weren't that many of them. I mean, it's also possible that through the use of advanced science and energy that the pyramids could have been built. But I think that the answer may be more you know, simple than we thought, but also a little more eye-opening simultaneously. Now, as I promised earlier, let's talk about pi. So pi is a mathematical constant in which... It is the ratio of a circle circumference relative to its diameter. Now, before I go on, what I want to say is that the thing I find most interesting about science and math, even though personally I'm not that good at it, is that it is a law of sorts. It is the sense that it is a widely renowned language that 
I'm very confident precedes human beings in every way, shape, and form. And so the question is, how are the pyramids so directly related with pi? I mean, if you look into it, there are people that say it's a complete coincidence. And although I believe coincidences may have their place in life, it, it certainly does not have its place here, at least in my opinion. And I say this because I believe that if we put the pyramids aside, just for a quick moment, what we'll find is that if math in many regards makes up the life that we literally live in, which is something that we are finding to be more and more true every day, by the way, I think that coincidence is just an advanced form of mathematical occurrences in this world. And I'm not trying to change the subject because that's a conversation in itself, but I just wanted to mention that because I believe it has a loose correlation to that of the construction of the Great Pyramids. And so the way the pyramids were built directly correlates to that of pi because the ratio of the height of the base of the pyramid of Khufu and Giza is extremely close to pi. It's like 0.03% off. Or, yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, but the thing is that even though this is the case, the value of pi doesn't have any particular meaning with respect to this pyramid, at least from a literal and direct sense. But it could represent something bigger. Because if we look at what I mentioned earlier about there being no coincid uh, coincidences within the field of mathematics, because um, by definition, it's like they're almost campy. And this is something that we're also noticing more and more as we evolve as humans. Then clearly there's some kind of underlying meaning, or at least some type of representation here that, that may be directed towards something. Like, is there another civilization out there in which the pyramids are pointing to? Are these giants depicted within the scriptures and texts and hieroglyphics? You know, like, did these giants tell these ancient Egyptians something about there being some kind of civilization within Orion's belt? Right? Because um, you gotta, you got to wonder, like, what... That's another thing. Why, why Orion's belt? I mean, as silly as these, as these questions may, may sound to, to some people, it certainly doesn't sound silly to me. And personally, I wouldn't rule it out by any means because, again, if we're following the premise that mathematics, assuming it's performed and calculated correctly, cannot inhibit any type of coincidence as we as modern human beings tend to define the word, then there certainly doesn't seem to be anything funny about it to me, at least. Now, please let me know if I sound crazy here or if any of my information is... Um, incorrect, but at this point, I, I doubt that it is. I also want to mention that no matter how much archaeologists and scientists and professors and what have you tend to look into the, into the um, into specifically the Great Pyramids of Giza, the more they don't find much about it other than what we already know, which is what leaves a lot of people in the dark. Now, before I finish this episode off, one of the more important significances regarding the pyramids is that there have been multiple theories suggesting that they've been used as a power grid of sorts. Now, how have people come up with this theory? Was it out of the blue? I mean, how did this happen? No. It's very simple. A modern-day computer motherboard structure is almost identical to that of how the KMT pyramid was built. And if you don't believe me, or if you have a difficult time envisioning this in your mind, then I highly suggest you Google motherboards and pyramid. Just type in motherboards pyramid or motherboards and pyramid, something along those keywords. 
and then check out the images section. And what you'll find is that the design of this particular pyramid is something incredibly similar to that of a modern day computer circuit board. Also, quick side note, if you're watching on YouTube, then I've put it up in the, uh, in the thumbnail of the video, but I'll put it in the, uh, the description below as well. I mean, the similarities are so similar that it's, it almost cannot be brushed off as a mere coincidence. There's something more to all of this. Now, in addition to this, a few years back, a, a fairly large uh, vault, as they referred to it, was discovered within the Giza's Great Pyramid, I believe was the largest one in size. And what scientists have found its purpose to be is to harness the power of light from distant stars and galaxies. And the process is pretty simple. So stars beyond our own solar system explode and their elementary energetic particles end up crashing against Earth's atmosphere, right? Which then results in these particles showering down to the planet's surface and passes through its structures. And one of the prime ones, again, coincidentally, being is, is the Great Pyramid, particularly the largest one of Giza. Go figure. And it's actually been speculated that it was used for physical and spiritual healing, believe it or not. And I wish I could expand on this, but there isn't much information on this other than the way in which this was discovered, which was through observations. Because it's actually been decided that um, in order to preserve the history and structural integrity of the pyramid, nobody's allowed into that particular vault. Uh, that, there, sorry, no one's allowed into that particular vault to go look inside. Now, the only way that we as humans actually discovered this and the only way that archaeologists found this out was through uh, the modern technology that we have. And so I think that there's more to these pyramids than meets the eye because at the end of the day, the design matches that of a computer motherboard, for one. Secondly, they point directly to the three, uh, the three pyramids of Giza, point directly to that of the, the stars of Orion's belt, the three main stars that make up the Orion's belt. Not only that, but there's now this vault that we're aware of that somehow the ancients knew when stars and what have you would explode, at least or maybe they didn't know it exploded, but they knew that there were some type of elementary particles coming into this particular vault, right? And I think that, I mean, I really do think it was used for, for healing or something like this, spiritual healing or what have you, because at the end of the day, how they knew so much, I really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes you think, are there that many coincidences having to do with, uh, you know, th three structures? I mean, particularly the largest one, but you know what I mean, right? So um, if I've missed anything, feel free to comment below and, uh, and let me know. But ultimately, I hope this episode has helped to uh, reveal and piece together some of the mysteries within the major pyramids that have kind of boggled even the, the best minds and historians around the world. And even though a lot of these questions have gone unanswered, it's certainly something that I think needs to be recognized as a great mystery of sorts. So thank you for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, uh, depending on which platform you're on, and we will catch you next time. Thank you.